Hi, welcome back to our study of the Visuddhimagga. We're on page 344, number 27. And Aurora, can you start us off? Yes, I can. Defining of the elements, word definitions. Now comes the description of the development of the definition of the four elements, was listed as the one defining next to the perception of repulsiveness and nutriment. Herein, defining wawatana is def- determining the by characterizing individual essences. The compound chatu datu wawatana four element defining is resolvable into chatunong datunong wawatanang defining of the four elements. Attention given to elements, the meditation subject consisting of elements and defining of the four elements all mean the same thing. This is given in two ways, in brief and detail. It is given in brief in the Mahasatipatthana Sutta, and in detail in the Mahahatipadopama Sutta, the Rahulawada Sutta, and the Datuvibhanga Sutta. Texts and commentary in brief. It is given in brief in the Mahasipatthana Sutta. I'm sorry. For one of quick understanding whose meditation subject is elements, the follows as follows. Bhikkhus, just as though a skilled butcher or butcher's apprentice had killed a cow and were seated at the crossroads, with it cut up into pieces, so too, bhikkhus, a bhikkhu reviews this body, however placed, however disposed, as consisting of the elements, of elements, I'm sorry. In this body there are the earth element, the water element, the fire element, and the air element. The meaning is this. Just as though a clever butcher or his apprentice who worked for his keep had killed a cow and divided it up and were seated at the crossroads, reckoned as the intersection of the main roads going in the four directions, having laid it out part by part, so too a bhikkhu reviews the body, however placed, because it is in some one of the four postures, and however disposed, because it is so placed, thus. In this body there are the earth element, the water element, the fire element, and the air element. What is meant? Just as the butcher, while feeding the cow, bringing it to the shambles, keeping it tied up after bringing it there, slaughtering it, and seeing it slaughtered and dead, does not lose the perception cow, so long as he has not carved it up and divided it into parts. But when he has divided it up up into parts and is sitting there, he loses the perception of cow, and the perception of meat occurs. He does not think, I am selling cow, or they are carrying cow away, but rather he thinks, I am selling meat, or they are carrying meat away. So too this bhikkhu, while still a foolish ordinary person, both formally as a layman, and as one gone forth into homelessness, does not lose the perception living being, or man, or person, so long as he does not, by resolution of the compact into elements, review this body, however placed, however disposed, as consisting of elements. But when he does review it as consisting of elements, he loses the perception living being, and his mind establishes itself upon elements, that is why the Blessed One said, Bhikkhus, just as though a skilled butcher were seated at the crossroads, so too Bhikkhus, a Bhikkhu, air element. In the Mahahipadama Sutta, it is given in detail for one of not over quick understanding whose meditation subject is elements. And here, here as so as here, so in the Rahula Vada and Datu Vibhanga Sutras, as follows. And what is the internal earth element, friends? Whatever there is internally in oneself that is hard, harsh and clung to, that is acquired through karma, that is to say, head, hairs, body, hairs, 
teeth, nails, skin, flesh, sinews, bones, bone marrow, kidney, heart, liver, midriff, spleen, lungs, bowels, entrails, gorge, dung, or whatever else there is internally in oneself that is hard, harsh and clung to. This is called the internal earth element. And what is the internal water element, friends? Whatever there is internally in oneself, that is water, watery and clung to. That is to say, bile, phlegm, pus, blood, sweat, fat, tears, grease, spittle, snot, oil of the joints and urine. Or whatever else there is internally in oneself, that is water, watery and clung to. This is called the internal water element. And what is the internal fire element, friends? Whatever there is internally in, one, in oneself, that is fire, fiery and clung to. That is to say that whereby one is warmed, ages and burns up, and whereby what is eaten, drunk, chewed and tasted gets completely digested, or whatever else there is internally in oneself, that is fire, fiery and clung to. This is called the internal fire element. And what is the internal air element, friends? Whatever there is internally in oneself, that is air, air, airy and clung to, that is to say, up going winds, down going winds, winds in the belly, winds in the bowels, winds that, that course through all the limbs, in breath and out breath or whatever else there is internally in oneself that is air, airy and clung to. This is called the internal air element. Just as a point of interest, this is where you could find some textual um, evidence if anyone ever tells you Oh, you can't watch the stomach. That's not Buddhism. That's not the Buddhist teaching. Has to be at the mouth or something like that. This kuchisaya vata, winds in the belly. That's what's being referred to here. Winds in the bowels is probably flatulence. Uh, but but these are all. Um, still somewhat conceptual, right? We're dealing with parts of the body that are fiery or hard or so on. We're not dealing with the actual elements, not necessarily, but this one is a bit hard to pin down because this is actually the sort of meditation that leads to vipassana. It's this, out of the 40 kamatanas, when we get to the panya nidesa, the, the third part of the visuddhimagga, we'll see he's going to bring up this meditation again and say this is how a person should start if they're just interested in vipassana. He might say it in this section as well, but he certainly mentions it later on. So here is the commentary on the words that are not clear. Internally in oneself, ajatang, patjatang, both of these words are terms for what is one's own, niyaka. Since what is one's own is what is produced in one's own self, atanijatang. So atanijatang is where you get the word ajatang. Sort of, it's probably not, but that's how they do this. The meaning is included in one's continuity, sasantati paryapana. This is called internal. Ah, here we are. Ajatang equals adi plus atta. That sounds better literally belonging to self. Because it occurs in self, atani, just as in the world, speech among women, itisu, is called speech belonging to women, adhiti. And it is called in oneself, patchatang, because it occurs owing to self, atanang paticca. Huh. I'm not convinced. I would have thought it would be pati atang or something. Pachatang. Hmm, interesting. Hard, rigid, harsh, rough, 
Here in the first is a word for the characteristic, while the second is a word for the mode. For the earth element is characterized as hard, but its mode is rough, which is why it is called harsh. Long to, taken firmly. The meaning is firmly taken, seized, adhered to, as I, mine. That is to say, the word... I'm sorry, I have no idea. Satyathasidium is a particle. Its meaning is, what is that? Next, showing what that is. Head hairs, body hairs, etc. And here the brain must be added, since it has to be understood that the earth element needs to be described in 20 modes or whatever else the earth element included in the remaining three portions. It flows aputi, flows on paputi, to such and such a place as a state of streaming, thus it is water, apo. The watery apogata is what is gone, gata, among such various kinds of water, apo is the comma originated, and so on. What is that? It is what has the water elements characteristic of cohesion. Fire, tejo, is definable as heating, tejana. The fiery, tejo gata, is what is gone, gata, in the way already described, among the kinds of fire, tejo. What is that? It is what has the characteristic of heat whereby, by means of which the fire element, when excited, this body is warmed, becomes heated by the state of one-day fever, and so on. Ages, whereas this body grows old, reaches the decline of the faculties, loss of strength, wrinkles, grayness, and so on. Burns up, whereby, when excited, it causes this body to burn, and the person cries out, I am burning, I am burning, and longs for ghee a hundred times washed, and for gosisa, sandalwood ointment, etc., and for the breeze of a fan, and whereby what is eaten, drunk, chewed, and tasted, gets completely digested, whereby the boiled rice, etc., that is eaten, or the beverage, etc., that is drunk, or the hard food consisting of flour biscuits, etc., that is chewed, the mango fruit, honey, molasses, etc., that is tasted, gets completely cooked, gets its, gets its juice, etc., extracted is the meaning. And here is the first three kinds of fire element, that is to say, is warmed, ages, and burns up, are of fourfold origin, while the last is only gamma originated. Uh, fire is definable as blowing vayana. The airy fire gata is what is gone gata in the, the way already described among the kinds of air. What is that? It is what the characteristic of distension, upgoing winds, winds, forces, mounting upwards that cause the occurrence of vomiting, belching and so on. Downgoing winds, winds, forces, descending downwards that expel excrement and urine. Winds in the belly, winds, forces outside the bowels. Winds in the bowels, winds forces inside the bowels, winds that, that course through all the limbs, winds forces that produce flexing, extending, etc., and are distributed over the limbs and the whole body by means of the network of veins, stroke nerves, in breath wind in the nostrils entering in, out breath wind in the nostrils issuing out. And here the first five of the fourfold or origination, in-breath and out-breath, of the consciousness originated. In each instance, the phrase or whatever else comprises respectively the water element, fire element or the air element included in the other three portions.
So the four elements have been detailed in 42 aspects, that is to say the earth element in 20 aspects, the water element in 12, the fire element in 4, and the air element in 6. This firstly is the commentary on the text here. Matter of Development in Brief, 39. As regards the method of development here, however, to discern the elements in detail in this way, the head hairs are the earth element, the body hairs are the earth element, appears redundant to a bhikkhu of quick understanding, though the meditation subject becomes clear to him if he gives his attention to it in this way. What has the characteristic of stiffness in the earth element? What has the characteristic of cohesion in the water element? What has the characteristic of ripening, maturing in the fire element? What has the characteristic of distending, supporting in the air element? But when one is not over quick understanding, gives his attention to it in this way, it appears obscure and unevident, and it only becomes plain to him if he gives his attention to it in the first mentioned way. Why? Suppose two bhikkhus are reciting a text with many alighted repetitions. Then the bhikkhu with the quicker understanding fills out the alighted repetitions once or twice, after which he goes on doing the recital with only the two end parts of the... Am I saying that right? Elijahs? Here the one of less quick understanding says, What is he reciting? Why does he not even give one time to move one's lips? If the, recita if the re recitation is done like this, when shall we ever get familiar with the text? And so he does his recitation, filling out each Elijah as it comes. Then the other says, What is he reciting? why he never lets one get to the end of it. If the recitation is done like this, when shall we ever get to the end of it? So too the detailed discerning of the elements by head hairs, etc., appears redundant to one of quick understanding, though the meditation subject becomes clear to him if he gives his attention to it in brief this way. What has the characteristic of stiffenedness is the earth element, and so on. But when the other gives his attention to it in this way, it appears obscure and unevident, and it only becomes plain to him if he gives his attention in detail by head hairs and so on. So firstly, one of quick understanding who wants to develop this meditation subject should go into solitary retreat. Then he should advert to his own entire material body and discern the elements in brief in this way. In this body, what is stiffenedness or harshness is the earth element, where is cohesion or fluidity is the water element, what is maturing, ripening or heat is the fire element, what is distension or movement is the air element and he should advert and give attention to it and review it again and again as earth element, water element, that is to say as mere elements, not a living being and soulless. As he makes effort in this way, it is not long before concentration arises in him, which is reinforced by understanding that illuminates the classification of the elements and which is only access and does not reach absorption, because it has states with individual essences as its object. Or alternatively, there are these four bodily parts mentioned by the general of the Dhamma, the elder Sariputta, for the purpose of showing the absence of any living being in the four great primary elements. Thus, when a space is enclosed with bones and sinews and flesh and skin, there comes to be the term material form, Rupa, and he should resolve each of these as a separate entity, separate, separating them out by the hand of knowledge, and then discern them in the way already stated thus. In these, what is stiffness or harshness 
is the earth element and he should gain so he should again and again advert to to them give attention to them and review them as mere elements not a living being not a soul so if you look in 42 he, he um, points out that this is this practice is reinforced by understanding and illuminates the classification of elements. So its only access does not reach absorption because it has states with individual essences as its object. That's key, um, and that's sort of how we understand this to be um, bordering or can easily become insight meditation. Because when you um, when you focus on the actual elements, they arise and cease their impermanent suffering and non-self. So doesn't lead to samatha meditation, samatha tranquility, it leads instead to insight. So uh, states with individual essences are called sabhava dhamma, and that's what you use to practice insight meditation, as opposed to the rest being a lot of concepts, and therefore it can lead to jhana, because they can be permanent in your mind, stable in your mind, and so on. So in the tradition that we practice, are we mainly focusing on the air element? No, focused on all of them. Uh, like in walking, for example, you'll feel all four. And when you say sitting, you'll feel all four. The, four the three of the elements, sorry, you'll feel three of them. When you say hot, hot, or cold, cold, or so on. Oh. It's just that the air element is the most, most prevalent in sitting. Okay, thank you, Bhante. As he makes effort in this way, it is not long before concentration arises in him, which is reinforced by understanding. Why is it repeating this? That's really strange. 42 and 44 are identical, <laughs> right? Am I seeing things? Just making sure we're awake, I guess. Let me check the text. I'm also reading this. Sorry, I'm just looking it up. Right, okay, um... Yeah, it only occurs at the end. Tasmai Kesa Divasena Vidat Tasmai Mang Kamatan Mang Bhavitukam. Therefore, one who is desired. Okay, I see. Oh, that's funny. It does repeat twice in the text. He's, this isn't an error. This is actually in the text. This exact sentence repeats exactly as it's written. So, there you go. I guess I should read another paragraph because that was kind of cheating. Uh, this is the method of development when the definition of the elements is given in brief. No, that's my paragraph. Next person. Uh, 45. Method of development in detail. 
The method given in detail should be understood in this way. A meditator of not overquick understanding who wants to develop this meditation subject should learn the elements in detail in the 42 aspects from a teacher, and he should live in an abode of the kind already described. Then, when he has done all the duties, he should go into solitary retreat and develop the meditation subject in four ways thus. 1. With constituents in brief. 2. With constituents by analysis. 3. With characteristics in brief. And 4. With characteristics by analysis. With constituents in brief. 46. Herein, how does he develop it with constituents in brief? Here, Abiku does his defining in this way. In 20 of the parts, what has the stiffened mode is the earth element. And he does this, and he does this defining thus. In 12 parts, the liquid called water with the mode of cohesion is the water element. And he does his defining Thus, in four parts, what matures, what has the mode of ripening, is the fire element, and he does his defining thus. In six parts, what has the mode of distending, is the air element. As he defines them in this way, they become evident to him. As he again and again averts to them and gives his attention to them, concentration arises as access only. With constituents by analysis. However, if his meditation subject is not successful while he develops it in this way, then he should develop it with constituents by analysis. How? Firstly, the bhikkhu should carry out all the directions given for the 32-fold aspect in the description of mindfulness occupied with the body as a meditation subject namely the sevenfold skill in learning and the tenfold skill in giving attention. And he should start with the verbal recitation in direct and reverse order of the skin pentad and so on, without omitting any of, of it. The only difference is this. There, after giving attention to the head hairs, etc., as to color, shape, direction, location and delimitation, the mind had to be fixed by means of repulsiveness, but here it is done by means of elements. Therefore, at the end of each part, after giving attention to head hairs, etc., each in the five ways, beginning with color, attention should be given as follows. These things called head hair grow on the inner skin that envelops the skull. Herein, just as when Kunta grasses grow on top of an anthill, the top of the termite mound does not know. Kunta grasses are growing, does not know, kunta grasses are growing on me, nor do the kunta grasses know we are growing on top of a termite mound. So too the inner skin that covers the skull does not know head hairs grow on me, nor does, nor do the head hairs know we grow on inner skin that envelopes a skull. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what are called head hairs are a particular component of this body, without thought, morally, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid, stiffened earth element. Body hairs grow on the inner skin that envelops the body. Herein, just as when dabba grasses grow on a square in an empty village, the square in the empty village does not know. Dabba grasses grow on me, nor do the dabba grasses know. We grow on the square in an empty village. So too the inner skin that envelops the body does not know. Body hairs grow on me, nor does the body hairs know. We grow on inner skin that envelops the body. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what are called body hairs are a particular component of this body without thought, indeterminate void, not a living being, rigid earth element. Sorry, which one are we on?
50. You just did 49? Yes. Right. Nails grow on the tips of the fingers and toes. Herein, just as when children play a game by piercing maduka fruit kernels with sticks, the sticks do not know maduka fruit kernels are put on us, nor do the maduka fruit kernels know we are put on sticks. So too, the fingers and toes do not know nails grow on our tips, nor do the nails know we grow on the tips of fingers and toes. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what are called nails are a particular component of this body without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid earth element. Teeth grow in the jaw bones. Herein, just as when posts are placed by builders in stone sockets and fastened with some kind of cement, the sockets do not know posts are placed in us, nor do the posts know we are placed in sockets. So too, the jaw bones do not know teeth grow in us, nor do the teeth know we grow on jaw bones. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what are called teeth are a particular component of the body, without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid earth element. Skin is to be found covering the whole body, herein just as a big lute is covered with damp oxhide. The lute does not know I am covered with damp oxhide, nor does the damp oxhide know a lute is covered by me. So too, the body does not know I am covered by skin, nor does the skin know a body is covered by me. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what is called skin is a particular component of this body without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid earth element. Flesh is to be found plastered over the framework of bones. Herein, just as when a wall is plastered with thick clay, the wall does not know I am plastered with thick clay, nor does the thick clay know. A wall is plastered with me. So too the framework of bones does not know I am plastered with flesh consisting of 900 pieces of flesh. Nor does the flesh know a framework of bones is plastered with me. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what is called flesh is a particular component of this body without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid earth element. Sinews are to be found in the interior of the body binding the bones together. Herein, just as when withies and sticks are bound together with creepers, the withies and sticks do not know we are bound together by creepers, nor do the creepers know withies and sticks are bound together by us. So too the bones do not know we are bound by sinews, nor do the sinews know bones are bound together by us. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what are called sinews are a particular component of this body, without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid earth element. As to the bones, the heel bone is to be found holding up the ankle bone, the ankle bone holding up the shin bone, the shin bone, the thigh bone, the thigh bone, the hip bone, the hip bone, the back bone, the back bone, the neck bone, and the neck bone, neck bone is to be found holding up the cranium bone. The cranium bone rests on the neck bone, the neck bone on the backbone, the backbone on the hip bone, the hip bone on the thigh bone, the thigh bone on the shin bone, the shin bone on the ankle bone, the ankle bone on the heel bone. Herein, just as when bricks, timber or blocks of dried cow dung are built up, those below do not know we each stand holding up those above us, nor do those above know we each rest on those below. So too the heel bone does not know I stand holding up the ankle bone, and so on. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what are called bones are a particular component of this body without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid earth element. Bone marrow is to be found inside the various bones. Herein, just as when boiled bamboo sprouts, etc., are put inside bamboo joints, etc., 
the bamboo joints, etc., do not know bamboo sprouts, etc., are put in us, nor do the bamboo sprouts, etc., know we are inside bamboo joint, etc. So too the bones do not know marrow is inside us, nor does the bone marrow know I am inside bones. These things are devoid of mutual concern and revealing. So what is called bone marrow is a particular component of this body, without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid earth element. 58. Kidney is to be found on each side of the heart flesh, being fastened by the stout sinew that starts out with a single root from the base of the neck and divides into two after going a short way. Herein, just as when a pair of mango fruits are bound together by their stalk, the stalk does not know a pair of mango fruits is bound together by me, nor do a pair of, the pair of mango fruits know we are bound together by a stalk. So too the stout sinew does not know kidneys are bound together by me, nor does the kidney know I am bound together by a stout sinew. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what is called kidney is a particular component of this body, without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid earth element. Heart is to be found in the inside of the body near the middle of the frame of the ribs. Herein, just as when a piece of meat is placed near the framework of an old cart, the inside of the framework of the old cart does not know a piece of meat is placed near the middle of me, nor does the piece of meat know I am near the middle of the inside of the framework of an old cart. So too the inside of the framework of the ribs does not know a heart is near the middle of me, nor does the heart know I am near the middle of the inside of a framework of ribs. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what is called heart is a particular component of this body without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid earth element. Liver is to be found inside the body, near the right side between the two breasts. Herein, just as when a twin lump of meat is stuck on the side of a cooking pot, the side of the cooking pot does not know a twin lump of meat is stuck on me, nor does the twin lump of meat know I am stuck on the side of a cooking pot. So too, the right side between the breasts does not know liver is near me, nor does the liver know I am near the right side between two breasts. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what is called liver is a particular component of this body, without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid earth element. As to the midriff, the concealed midriff is to be found surrounding the heart and kidney, while the unconcealed midriff is to be found covering the flesh under the skin in the whole body. Herein, just as when meat is wrapped in a rag, the meat does not know I'm wrapped in a rag, nor does the rag know meat is wrapped in me. So too the kidney and sorry, the heart and kidney and the flesh in the whole body do not know I am concealed by midriff, nor does the midriff know heart and kidney and flesh in, in the whole body are concealed by me. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what is called a midriff is a particular component of this body without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid earth elements. Spleen is to be found near the upper side of the belly, lining on the left side of the heart. Here, just as when a lump of cow dung is near the upper side of a barn, the upper side of the barn does not know a lump of cow dung is near me, nor does the lump of cow dung know I am near the upper side of a barn. So too, the upper side of the belly lining does not know spleen is near me, nor does the spleen know I am near the upper side of a belly lining. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what is called spleen is a particular component of this body, without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid earth element. Lungs are to be found inside the body between the two breasts, hanging over the heart and liver and concealing them. Herein, just as when a bird's nest is hanging inside an old barn, 
The inside of the old barn does not know a bird's nest is hanging in me, nor does the bird's nest know I'm hanging inside an old barn. So too the inside of the body does not know lungs are hanging in me, nor do the lungs know we are hanging inside such a body. These things are devoid of mutual concern and revealing. So what is called lungs is a particular component of this body without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid earth element. Bowel is to be found inside the body extending from the base of the neck to the excrement passage. Herein, just as when the carcass of a large beheaded rat snake is coiled up and put in a trough of blood, the red trough does not know a snake. A rat snake's carcass has been put in me, nor does the rat snake's carcass know I am in a red trough. So too the inside of the body does not know a bowel is in me, nor does the bowel know I am in a body. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what is called the bowel is a particular component of this body, through without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid earth element. Entrails are to be found in the interspaces between the 21 coils of the bowel, binding them together. Herein, just as when ropes are found sewing together a rope ring for wiping the feet, the rope ring for wiping the feet does not know ropes are to be found sewing me together, nor does the ropes know we are to be found sewing together a rope ring. So too the bowel does not know Entrails are to be found binding me together, nor do the entrails know we are to be found binding a bowel together. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what is called entrails is a particular component of this body without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid earth element. Gorge is what is eaten, drunk, chewed, and tasted that lies in the stomach. Herein, just as when a dog's vomit lies in a dog's bowl, the dog's bowl does not know dog's vomit is lying in me, nor does the dog's vomit know I am lying I am lying in a dog's bowl. So too the stomach does not know gorge is lying on in me, nor does the gorge know I am lying in a stomach. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what is called gorge is a particular component of this body, without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid earth element. The tongue is to be found at the end of the bowel, which resembles a bamboo joint, eight finger breaths long, and is called the receptacle for digested food. Herein, just as, and soft brown clay is impacted in a bamboo joint. The bamboo joint does not know brown clay is in me, nor does brown clay know I am in a bamboo joint. So too, the receptacle for digested food does not know dung is in me, nor does the dung know I am in a receptacle for digested food. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what is called dung is a particular component of this body without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid earth element. Brain is to be found in the interior of the skull. Herein, just as when a lump of dough is put inside an old gourd rind, the gourd rind does not know a lump of dough is in me nor does the lump of dough know I am inside a gourd rind. So too the inside of the skull does not know brain is in me, nor does the brain know I am inside a skull. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing, so what is called brain is a particular component of this body, without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, rigid earth element. See, this, all of these passages you could memorize, and people would memorize these, and then recite them as contemplations. And this is this is useful for insight meditation, but it's important to understand it isn't insight meditation. But it's useful in that it definitely calms the mind down and sets the stage for insight meditation. It's the first the first stage of knowledge is to see that there's only body and mind and there's 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 no self. 
and we'll come back to that as we'll see. But all of this um, you know, study and learning really lets you, when you see that, lets you accept it and give up your wrong view, your views of self and so on. So this is all preliminary stuff that's quite useful. If you want to take the time to memorize it all, it's, it's a good way of breaking up the body. It's a very valid meditation. It's interesting that the brain and the heart, you know, they're just lumped in there with everything else, brain without thought, you know, whereas typically people give so much, you know, attribute so much to the brain and the heart, extra attributes and things. Well, there's an interesting, the brain is interesting because uh, in the in the suttas, I think it's, it's omitted in certain places. It's um, because they would never, they never paid much attention to the brain. One of my... Um, uh, religious studies scholar uh, professors mentioned this and she said people just didn't know about the brain because they never broke the skull or they never opened they would never open the skull it was considered sacred even in medicine or so on so there is a history there um, I think the brain was under appreciated in terms of being uh, in terms of its import importance in regards to thought I mean there's that sort of criticism yeah, they didn't give any, give any special attributes to the heart either. Well, the heart is supposed to be the seat of the consciousness. So it is, in other places, given preeminence, which is interesting. There's an argument, like Mahasi Sayada tries to figure this out because he acknowledges that you can have a heart transplant and still be the same person. So if the heart is the seat of the consciousness, and so he offers two, two um, solutions. One, that the mind... Um, keeps its place without the heart, but the place is still where the heart was. So when the new heart comes, it it takes that heart as its base. And the other is that it, it actually uses the brain as its base. And one of the texts supports this or allows for this. It's, it's very difficult for him because he's in a very orthodox society where it's hard to uh, go against what the texts say. That's a good point. Yes, you can, you can have a heart transplant and still be the same person. Yeah, wasn't that vice president guy? Didn't he get a heart transplant? He's still the same person. <laughs> Dick Cheney, yeah. We, we could have hoped he, he might have uh, improved some, but oh well. Sixty-nine. As to the while the free bile which is bound up by the life faculty is to be found soaking the whole body, while the local bile is to be found in the bile container, matter. Herein, just as when oil has soaked a cake, the cake does not know oil soaks me, nor does the oil know I soak a cake. So too the body does not know free bile soaks me, nor does the free bile know I soak a body. And just as when a kosataki lufa creeper bladder is filled with rainwater, the kosataki creeper bladder does not know rainwater is in me, nor does the rainwater know I'm in kosataki creeper bladder, so too the bile bladder does not know local bile is in me, nor does the local bile know I am in a bile bladder. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what is called bile is a particular component of this body, without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, liquid water element in the mode of cohesion. Phlegm is to be found on the surface of the stomach and measures a bowlful. Herein, just as when a cesspool has a surface of froth, the cesspool does not know a surface of froth is on me, nor does the surface of froth know I am on a cesspool. So too the surface of the stomach does not know phlegm is on me, nor does the phlegm know I am on a surface of a stomach. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what is called phlegm is a particular component of this body, without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, liquid water element in the mode of cohesion. Pus has no fixed location. It is to be found wherever the blood stagnates and goes bad in a part of the body damaged by wounds caused by splinters and stones and by burns due to fire, 
where boys, carbuncles, etc. appear. Hearing, just as when a tree oozes gum through being hit by, say, an axe, the parts of the tree that have been hit do not know gum is in us, nor does the gum know I am in a part of a tree that has been hit. So too the parts of the body wounded by splinters, stones, etc. do not know pus is in us, nor does the pus know I am in such places. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what is called pus is a particular component of this body, without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, liquid water element in the mode of cohesion. As to blood, the mobile blood is, is to be found like the bile soaking the whole body. The stored blood is to be found fulfilling the lower part of the liver site to the extent of a bowlful, wetting the kidney, heart, liver, and lungs. Herein, the definition of the mobile blood is similar to that of the free bile. But as to the other, just as when rainwater seeps through an old pot and wets clods and stumps below, the clods and stumps do not know we are being wetted with water, nor does the water know I am wetting clods and stumps. So too, the lower part of the liver site, or the kidneys, etc., respectively do not know blood is in me, or we are being wetted, nor does the blood know I fill the lower part of the liver site, am wetting a kidney, and so on. These things are devoid of mutual concern in reviewing. So what is called blood is a particular component of this body, without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, liquid water element in the mode of cohesion. Sweat is to be found filling the openings of the pores of the head hairs and the body hairs when there is a heat due to fires, etc., and it trickles out of them. Herein, just as when bunches of lily bud stems and lotus stalks are pulled up out of the water, the openings in the bunch of lilies, etc., do not know. Water trickles from us, nor does the water trickling from the openings in the bunches of lilies, etc. No, I am trickling from openings in the bunches of lilies, etc. So to the openings of the pores of the head hairs and the body hairs do not know sweat trickles from us, nor does the sweat know I trickle from openings of pores of head hairs and body hairs. These things are devoid of mutual concern and reviewing. So what is called sweat is a particular component of this body without thought, indeterminate, void, not a living being, liquid water element in the mode of cohesion. Okay, why don't we stop there? I thought we could get through this, but it looks like there's a lot more. So we'll pick it up next week. Bhante, I think you have an event next week. I do. So then January 17th. Okay, January 17th it is. Thank you, Bante. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Bante, and everyone. Thank you, Bante. Sadhu. 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 Sadhu.